Aloha, all you basketball fanatics, and welcome to our podcast, Beyond the X's and O's. Coaches, are you ready? We are episode 19. All right. Do we have any players' numbers out there? Episode 19. Number 19. Well, I got Reed. one. I got oh, oh look at someone just came. Look at that. I got it's really nice. I got, hey, uh, uh, Nick Van Axel when he played for the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, hey, hey, what do you mean, geez? Don't be disrespectful, <laughs> Coach Lance. That's Nick the Quick, my man, ex-Laker. Yeah, Nick the Quick. Come on. Oh, my God. Come on. He was known for the crossover, man. Come on, that little hey. shuffle. Uh, before AI. Yeah, he's a bit true, true. <laughs> he did have some good games. He, oh, had, he had some good games. The left-handed bandit? Are you kidding me? How about Hito Turkoglu when he played oh, yeah. for? Uh, who did he, oh wait, did he play for the the Kings? Play for the Kings. He yeah. played for I think Orlando. Toronto. Yeah, Orlando. yeah, yeah. Okay, Phoenix yeah. Suns. Yeah, Orlando. That's yeah. right. He went to Orlando. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Was he was uh, was he nineteen his whole career, or did he change? I, I think for most of it, if not all, yeah. yeah. It's a weird okay. number. Nobody wants that number. Yeah, <laughs> I know 19. It's so weird, right? I don't. I don't think there's many basketball players that have that number. Hey, hey yeah. what about this one? How about? Do you remember the original Kobe stopper, Rajah Bell, when he was in Utah? Oh, Rajah Bell. Rajah Bell. Yes. Rajah Bell was Kobe the real, stopper. He was the real one, though. He was better than uh, Reuben Patterson. And the fact you guys are coming up with these off the head is amazing. That, that's awesome. Hey, Reuben Patterson, though, man, he was Ruben the one. Patterson, who, that's a great. Yeah. That's a great story with him and Kobe, though. Oh my gosh! Did you hear that story? Kobe was like, "I know Ruben," so like, he was his end of his contract was coming up, and he was just like, "Hey, Ru, like, let me know. Don't just go talking trash. You're a Kobe stopper. If you would have gave me a call and like gave me some respect and said, "Hey, man, I'm trying to work on a new contract. Uh, you know, you can go ahead and 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 you know, can you say that I stop you? I played the best defense." He's, like, I have no problem saying to the press, like, "Hey, the guy that can hold me down that gives me a lot of trouble is Ruben Patterson. I'll I'll help you with your contract." But for you to just to blurt it out, he had to torture him, and he did torture him, man. <laughs> Ruben P, man. Uh, that's you, a good man. one, though. Rajah Bell, though, man. That dude, he was tough as nails, yeah. that guy. He was athletic. Like, he was really athletic. Back then, though. You, could, you, could, you could use a little more of your hands and your body and, and get Yeah, away. that's true. Yes, that's true. Absolutely. The game is slowly evolving yeah. into um, just sort of like the NFL. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. So, but anyways, let's get back to this uh, opening here. I want to give a huge shout out to all of our listeners and viewers. You can check us out live on Twitch, everyone. We are live right now as we speak. And guess what? I think coach Bob told me we have nine subscribers. Did it go hey. up at all? No, I think we're at nine. We're Last still at nine. nine. Okay. Yeah. So our ultimate goal, everyone listening uh, to the podcast, which will be maybe tomorrow, which is, I don't know, or maybe the day after tomorrow, something like that. Um, Go give us a like over on Twitch. Hit the heart, okay? And not only that, though, hit that notification bell, too. It's going to notify you when we're actually live. We're trying to get to 50. That's the goal. We're at nine. Come on, man. Let's just get to 50. And then we can do some bigger things once we hit 50. So uh, it's pretty easy. It's beyond the X's and O's. And there's underscores after every single word. Beyond, underscore, the, underscore, X, S, underscore, and underscore, O, H, S. Okay? Real simple. So go do that for us, please. And uh, yeah, hit that heart. That's really important. And it's a totally, like I talked about on the previous podcast, it's a total like different beast. It's a cool element seeing it live. You can uh, message us uh, throughout the podcast. You can chat with us. You can have questions, scenarios. We can answer them. You can interact with us. There's videos, pictures. Coach Bob is always flashing. You can see our facial expressions. And the best part about it is it's uncut, unedited. So you don't know what's going to come out of our mouths. Facial reactions, you get to see it all, all right? 
I'm telling you, it just adds a whole nother element when you watch it live. And uh, for all the uh, listeners, we really appreciate you guys too. You can catch us on all of the social media outlets, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, just to name a few. Uh, yeah, don't forget to hit that subscribe and give us a rating too. Preferably five stars. That helps it out. So we're, you know, we're trying to do things here. You know, we're trying to do things. Uh, check us out on Instagram too. Coach Lance will have um, all of our Instagram links down in the description of this podcast. You can DM us questions, scenarios too as well. We have no problem answering them. It helps the podcast too. You know, with content, we can kind of interact with you guys more. Uh, so on the coaches panel tonight, we have Coach Bob Mack with Huey Basketball Club. Coach Tom Tran isn't here because he's held up at practice, but we do have a fill-in and a special guest, and that's going to come soon, okay? This is, a, this is a good one. This is going to be a treat for you guys out there. If you guys are live and if you guys are listening to the podcast in a day or two, uh, we got uh, Coach Lance O'Hara with Huey Basketball Club. Yours truly, Coach Mel Morosco with Huey Hawaii Heat. Uh, so uh, let's see here. Handling some business here. First couple things I have to say is a big shout out to uh, it's been a year since Kobe and uh, Gigi has passed. So that was kind of crazy. Everyone was posting it on uh, social media. I can't believe it's been a year. I know everybody here knows where they were. It's almost like 9-11. You know, I was at courtside in a tournament when I heard the news. Uh, Coach Lance, do you know where you were a year ago when Kobe passed? I was at uh, Hardwood coaching. Oh, you were at Hardwood and Coach Bob? I was actually in this room working because uh, mm. I got I got snagged after yeah, hours. You, and you Josh, texted me. Yeah, Josh came in, uh, my my youngest son, and said, hey, they're saying Kobe died. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? He's like, they're saying he was in one of his Discord rooms in, in, in L.A. because he was down there. He was in Long Beach at the time. And he says... Mm. He was he super says, close to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was very close to it. So he says, yeah, uh, there's there's people in the discord that saying there, he was in a helicopter. I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm thinking about the time. And at first I was like, no, you know what is it's, it's this fake news garbage. It's floating around. Everyone's making shit up. This don't even, you don't it's got to be from a reliable source. And then all of a sudden mm -hmm. you started seeing some new news agencies going, ah, it's unconfirmed. And you're going, oh, this, this is this is not good. And then my my first thought was, what the hell was he doing in a helicopter at that that part of the day and like i bet he was going to a tournament and like and then it was like oh shit was his daughter with him that's what broke my heart it mm -hmm. killed me yeah i heard the same thing we were over at um you know courtside in a tournament and the boys were all on their phones we're in between games and they're like kobe bryant died kobe bryant died i'm like no he didn't don't even believe that i'm, I'm not even believing the hype and then a couple parents are like coach i just google searched it i said ah, i still don't believe it because it was it was so wishy-washy you know it was like rick fox is on there no he wasn't and there was other keep and i was just like wait what and then and then come to find out it was true and i was just still blown away still shocked and everything um special guest coach ken do you know where you were the year yeah so it was uh, pretty crazy so we were in this uh made hoops tournament uh and it's it's four different locations right we recent we had just saw Kobe, Gianna, uh, and all, all all those girls, those coaches, mm -hmm. at the Mamba at the Mamba courts because we one of the yep. sites was in L.A. So mm -hmm. KJ and I were at Calfit shooting, getting prepared for the next site, um, and some guy comes <laughs> up to us and you know you know when you're with your son and some just random guy you're like man come on whatever dude get away from me I'm shooting <laughs> with my son I didn't believe it and then we looked on our phone it was like oh wow and we were literally supposed to see his team again maybe in a week or two at another yeah. site. That's weird because yeah. we were supposed to be, we actually, 
were paid and ready to go with the tournament in February. Yeah. And so um, it was so it sucked, man, because, of course, the whole place closed down and it's just not the same if Kobe isn't there. Yeah. And, you know, that's what you got to you want to go there and maybe see the team and see him. And so, yeah, that was a, a total bummer. But you guys got to go to the Mamba facility, though, right, Ken? Yeah, I, that was it was an awesome place. That's it was cool. cool how he coaches like he he sat down the majority of the game. Um, really? He wasn't, you know, you see some NBA players and when they're coaching their teams and, and they're kind of using, oh, I'm an NBA player guy. He was literally just coaching. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Kobe has to even say, no, uh, use the NBA <laughs> as a tool. They already know who he is. He was coaching his girls and, and, he, and he coached them hard. And you could tell that like, he was just like happy to be on the sidelines and was enjoying it. And those girls, they were they were just they were played basketball and they played hard. It was and that facility is phenomenal, by the way. Um, yeah. That was we, that was our first time ever being there. Yeah, let me let me just jump into our special guest. Sorry, you know I just we were I was going to try to talk about some things, but it's so hard. You know, you got Coach Ken Ramey, the extraordinary like everybody's favorite official. He's uh I, I mean the resume I don't even have to say because he was actually one of our if not it was he our first guest. He was our first guest of the podcast. Yeah, you were. So we asked him to come hey. back. Yes, you were. No numero uno. He was the first one in 2020, and now he's back in 2021. A good friend of mine, um, and uh, we've had so many memories officiating basketball games together. But not only that, though, man, he's taken his basketball officiating to another level, uh, junior college and Division II college official. So I'm super proud to call him my friend. A wealth of knowledge when it comes to the game of basketball. So many stories that we're going to talk about. Um, so if you guys are live right now on Twitch, hey, send some questions through the chat. And uh, we can answer them if you guys have any questions about rules of basketball, especially that. Um, yeah, this is the time right now, especially when we got Coach Ken slash Refin Ken. Go check him out on IG at Refin Ken. All right. You guys, you guys got to check him out. Um, yeah. So uh, that's just uh, give him a warm welcome. Coach Ken Raymond. Hey. Hey. Coach? hey. hey. I know I call him coach. The reason why is because he also coaches too. Um, so right off the bat, Coach Ken Ramey, I got to ask you, um, how is this COVID thing affecting your college schedule? Let's talk about the college schedule and Division II basketball. What's the latest? What's going on, man? Let us know what's going on. So there's there's two Division II conferences in California, um, CC2A and, and the Pac West. I don't work in the Pac West, but this all the CC2A schools, uh, East Bay, Humboldt, Stanislaus, they're, they're not playing. So I haven't, I haven't officiated anything. I think they've, I mean, we keep hearing it might happen. It may, it may happen. And it's just, it's, it hasn't happened. And majority of them are state schools. So they're not, they're not playing any sports. Um, and then the junior college level, I just got like one other email the other day. It looks like the majority of the conferences that I work in um, aren't, aren't playing. Uh, there was some hope that the, the conferences in the Central Valley, the college in Central Valley might play. That's like Merced, Fresno City, um, Bakersfield, and a couple other schools, Columbia up north. Um, those, they're not playing. There is one conference that I coach in, uh, that referee in that is playing, but I've decided not to kind of, just to kind of forgo that. Um, and then the conference that William Jessup is in, that's NAIA, but they're, William Jessup is a really high level NAIA school. They're playing. Um, I, I've gotten a couple games, but I had to get those back just due to some family issues. I haven't officiated a basketball game, period, at any level in probably since uh, February. Wow. Yeah. 
That's crazy, man. So are you are you kind of missing it? Or are you enjoying the time off right now? It's, it's well, Mel, you've known me for a while. So Mel, yeah. Mel knew when, and I think we talked about this in the last podcast. I used to work anywhere from just like sanctioned games, anywhere from 70 to 90 college and high school games a season. It was crazy. I was chasing the game. My kids were a little bit younger. Um, there's some firsts that I probably missed. I missed like my son's first three-pointer in a game and all these other things that I got, I had to miss. Um, but as they got older, um, I decided I, I wanted to coach more or and I just wanted to be at their games. So I don't, I don't, it's hard to say, Mel, like I, one, I officiate basketball because I like being a part of the, the game. Um, I, it's not something that it doesn't, it doesn't pay our bills. We, it, the money's nice. The extra money is nice, mm-hmm. but it's not something that I'm missing financially. I, I miss being in the locker room with the guys, the stories that you have, um, watching the games. I, I actually did a zoom call the other day with, with Franklin high school and I was telling this is the best seat in the house. No, you can attest to this. It's yeah. I, I like talking to players. I like talking to coaches when they're respectful. I miss that. Um, but what I really miss more than anything is not the fish. It's watching my children actually play basketball games. You know, we've played, all of our kids are, are playing here and there, but it's only at a couple of spots. My daughter played her first game in a year just last week. Wow. And you, um, so I, I miss watching them. We have freshman sons, right? So, my son was supposed to play high school basketball for the first time this year. That may not happen. That's um, what I was going to ask you. Did you hear anything? Now, now Coach Ken Ramey is in Sacramento County, so yeah. we're in Placer County. Um, what is the news or what have you heard the rumors? I know you're a dad. You, I'm sure you get emails from the coaches and whatnot. Um, like here in Placer County, there's just – it's still up in the air. You know what yeah, I mean? Here in Placer County? But what is it guys, like in, in SAC? Yeah. You guys will play before we do. You guys are actually in school. So I don't know. Oh, yeah, really? we, we haven't even, we got an email the other day from uh, from our athletic director. Uh, we need to be in a certain tier and basketball is like the last one to mm-hmm. be able to do anything, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, El Grove schools, we're not, they're not talking about sending our kids back to school. Um, and I mean, there's nothing in regards to that. I know a couple of teachers who are in the district. They're not, I heard some rumor that at, at a minimum, I mean, at the earliest, we could go back in March, but even mm. then, uh, the teachers are really, realistically like, we're not going back until August. So, so the, those of us with, I, and not, let me pause and say, my, my kids are class of 2023 and 2024. So, yeah, they missed their sophomore and their freshman year. I really feel bad for the class of 2021 kids. Mm-hmm. Um, those seniors, those 2022 kids, those juniors where this is the year that you were signed, right? Like, yeah. those are the kids I feel the worst for. I can selfishly say I miss my son's missing his year, but realistically he has three more years. My daughter has two. Yeah. Those 21 and 2022s, I feel sorry for every child at that at that level that that is missing yeah. year of sports. Because those of us who played sports, that was that was the most fun I had in school. Yeah. Coach Lance, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna add that uh I was just looking at um the there there's a report that just came out on KCRA uh today, 530, and it says uh, CIF releases calendar plan for high school sports and in it it just says um it says uh, the sac joaquin section released its calendar plan for the high school sports season on wednesday that showed there will be no no playoffs of any kind and 26 leagues across the section will create their own sports schedules Hmm. hey that's interesting yeah Yeah, no kidding so i didn't know i didn't know yeah, I didn't know Elk Grove, the kids weren't even back in school at all. Not No high, hybrid type of schedule? Nothing. nothing. Wow. I mean, it's just distance learning where 
Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to, we're not, we're not a fan. I don't think the kids are really retaining any information with the whole distance. Learning. Yeah. It, it's definitely different. It's different. Yeah. They got it made actually. <laughs> they really, they really do. While they're at school. Like you got, my son has dual monitors. One has discord, one has school. I'm going to, you know, and, and old school parenting mail. We're not going to talk about how we do that, but making sure. You <laughs> like, yeah. I think, I think all of us coaches can uh, relate to old school parenting. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. It's, it's different. You're not alone on that. Yeah. That's wild though, man. Yeah. So I was just curious on how, you know, the men's college side, especially division two is handling the whole COVID thing. You know uh, I don't know if you heard our last podcast, but we did talk about a little bit, what was it? Boston university is going to, they wear masks the whole team. And I know they kind of talked about it uh, through an email through the coach here in Placer County. Um, you, you think the the boys would be opposed to that? Your boys, um, you coach Ramey with, I'll ask you guys, you guys, I've seen all these videos where the kids are wearing it on their chin. What does that do? I know, I right? Know so anything too, like, just chin. take it off. Yeah, <laughs> Keep your chin clean. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. I, I mean, if, if we had, I don't, just getting my 14-year-old son, um, and we, so for those of you who have teenage sons, to even wear his mask when he's supposed to wear his mask, right, is, is, is a hassle. I couldn't imagine teachers trying to tell him to do it when he doesn't have that parenting in front of him. And then in the basketball game, I've actually... My gym was open for like a like a week or two, and I had to work out with a mask on. It was tough. So I, I wow. can, you know, being able to to play in a game with a mask on, being able to regulate your oxygen flow. Like, mm. I don't know how that would happen. I know I one of my with a mask on because I like to communicate with players and coaches. So yeah. I'm not refereeing until I don't have to wear a mask. Yeah, I know a lot of officials in some tournaments they wear a mask the whole time. I'm like, dude, screw that, man. Oh, uh, going at uh, courtside, one guy wore a do rag as a mask. <laughs> no way are you yeah. serious i swear i was like is that a do-rag and then ashley texted me is that a do-rag on his face oh that is hilarious shout out to ash ashley that's ken ramey's better half what's up smash uh shout out to kj too you know uh coach mel loves you kj just so you know if you're listening to this live kj is ken's uh son i've known that kid for a little guy I mean, since he was a little guy with Kainoa, but not only that, though, uh, if you guys don't know, Ken Ramey, Coach Ken Ramey and I, we started AAU coaching together. We coached uh, the Yellow Jackets. We were part of that organization. And man, what a journey. We had so much fun, so many stories, huh, Ken? But not only that, though, I don't think I mentioned this, but I would say our peers officiating, our, our, our official, well, our officiating peers, uh, all our referee friends, they... Um, they would kind of mock us. They would kind of tease us when we were uh, coaching. They're yeah. just like, look at these clowns. Cause now we're on the other side of the whistle. Right. Yeah. And we're coaching <laughs> and we know the game and we know the whole, you know, verbiage and we know how to communicate with the officials. And we were, we were kind of, I don't know if we were loud, but we, we just knew the game, especially yeah. on both sides of the whistles. So they would always tease us. I don't think, I think they, they didn't give us respect in the beginning until like, whoa, this, their team is actually pretty good for a bunch of little eight-year-old, nine-year-olds. Ryan Perillo, right? Ryan Perillo used to give us like the hardest time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he would, we were like the laughing joke. Honestly, we were yeah. the laughing joke in the refereeing community, Ken and I. Yeah. And then, uh, well, then we got the respect because our boys started like, you know, playing hard and getting, I mean, they appreciated the way the boys played and um, pressing and all that stuff. But yeah, him and I, we both, uh, I was just looking on your Instagram, Ken, and I saw that picture of you and I, when we had that, we had our first like AAU coaching bracelets. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a, a jam on it. It was a jam on it tournament. Yeah. And, and we took that picture. It was like, Hey, here's the journey. Let's take a picture. And it was like, man, I don't know. Was that like six years ago? Or something? It was something we crazy. So green. Seven, like, eight years ago. Yeah. About it. And we've I mean, grown, but you know, we, 
what was funny is Coach, uh, Coach Ken and I, when we would officiate games together, this is before I had Kainoa, before he had KJ, we always talked about, dude, we're going to start our own little AAU team yeah. with KJ and, and Kainoa. We'll start off there. And uh, we always talked about it. And then we, we made it happen, which was kind of cool. And uh, it, it was just fun because we would see coaches as we would officiate. Oh, okay. I see his style or I like what he drew up there. We would always take note. Well, I was, I don't know if Ken was. Yeah. Yeah. We would, I would always take notes like, Oh, okay. I see what the coach did. Okay. I like that. Okay. I see what he did. And just like, you kind of learn things from different coaches and you know who are good coaches. And then you knew who the coaches were like, eh, you know what I mean? So as an official, you get to see it all, but yeah, we've actually grown together um, in the AAU world, man. It was a, they had some good times, you know, good times. Um, I do have a, a memorable moment that I do want to share. Uh, it was an officiating moment, though, and it has nothing to do with the first podcast. Okay, this is something totally new. As soon as I mentioned the name, Ken, you'll know exactly the story I'm talking about. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, a coach, Eric Musselman. <laughs> okay, so okay, if for those. <laughs> For those people who don't know who Eric Musselman is, uh, you know, let's see here, NBA coach for the Sacramento Kings, NBA coach for the Warriors, I think, at one point. Yep. yep. And then that's where his career kind of stopped, right? And did, then yeah. he went over, or did he? Did he, he, he went yeah. to Reno. And then, and then, yeah, he went. Uh, Arkansas? Arkansas, I think, right? I, I think mean, he's in Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty, you know, out pretty good coach, pretty good basketball coach when it comes to coaching, you know? Um, so it was a Saturday morning. Ken early, and I were working early like in the morning, in the morning, like the first game at, at Hardwood Palace, like early, <laughs> where, like no one's even really awake yet. And honestly, I didn't even know Eric Musselman was coaching the AU basketball, no. you know? And he was there, he was there with his son. His son was, I think at the in sixth grade. Yeah. It, it, it was like a seventh grade game dude, on, at like eight in the morning. So we're just kind of hanging out refereeing. I'm, I'm laughing because this story is so classic, man. It's so cool. It's it's vintage. It's if everybody knows if people who know Ken, people who know Ken knows this is him. It's just so funny, man. But like I said, this was Ken a long time ago now. Ken's grown since then. Uh, and, and so so Eric's coaching his son, pretty good shooter. Pretty fundamentally sound team, nothing out of the ordinary, just a basic sixth grade, seventh grade game on court one, Hardwood Palace. So we're working and, you know, I don't know, Ken makes a call, Eric doesn't really agree with it, kind of says something to Ken, it's kind of getting on Ken's nerves, he kind of just looks at him, whatever, and, you know, makes another call, Ken just kind of looks at him, he chips something again, he goes, hey, he said something, hey, Mel, he crossed the court, yells at me, he goes, hey, Mel, Coach says another thing, all right, give him one or something like that. Well, on those lines, right? <laughs> Pretty much giving him a warning out loud in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at Eric, right? Looking at him, and he's just like, what? Like that, you know? And um, game's going on. Ken makes another call. I don't know, it was like a block or something. I, it was yeah. one of those calls, right? Block and or charge. I don't think it was one of those. It was like a block or something. It was something. a block charge play. Yeah. Block, okay, block charge play. And he was he didn't like it. And Ken's like, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm not even listening to you. Port, Bob, block, boom. Let's go. Shooting two, line him up. And uh, he says something to Ken, and Ken looks over his shoulder. He's like, something about that wasn't a, you know, whatever. You know, you don't know what you're doing. Whatever. Whatever. He goes, 
hey, coach, I'm a college official, or I think I can handle the sixth grade game. <laughs> and, like just over this show like that. And muscle, muscle man lost his effing mind. Absolutely. He yeah. goes, wait, wait, what did you say? Like really loud. And then the play's active. It's live. We go back the other way. I make a call. So I'm going to report. And he goes, hey, what's up with your partner? And I go, I was, I'm acting dumb. <laughs> I heard everything, but I'm not. What? What's up, coach? What is up with your partner? I go, I don't know. What's up? I don't know what happened. He's like, what he says that he's a college official and he can handle the sixth grade game. And he yells out something like it's a middle school game. And then he's still fired up. Right. So oh. the play goes back down the other end. And, uh, and I, I can see Ken's face is like, Hmm, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then he goes, he yells out top of his lungs stands up and he's still fired up. He's like, who does this guy think he is saying that? He's like, I don't walk around. I don't walk around saying that I'm an NBA coach and I'm here. And you know what, man? I've been to places you've never seen. And he yells out loud. And Ken's like, what the hell? And I'm just like, oh, man, Eric is on one. And I'm not going to give him a T. Yeah. Because Ken Ramey threw fire. He threw a lot of fire. <laughs> no, you threw gasoline, too, and the, with the fire. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is classic, man. And so uh, there's like a timeout or something. And me and Ken get together. And Ken's like, hmm. Yeah, it's Eric Musselman, huh? <laughs> and I go, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty hot right now. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny, though, man. It was a class. It was the story of the day because everyone kept saying, Hey, hey, Mel, what happened? Tell us the story with Eric. I'm like, I'm not going to tell the story, man. It's just, you know. So we and all talked still about it. tells it every single time. I'm oh, not going okay, to tell you. Let's check it out, guys. This is what happened, all right? So Eric Musselman, you know, and, and Ken told him, like, hey, you know what? I can handle this game. I'm a college official. College official? What the hell does that mean? So he, lo <laughs> he lost his shit on that. I'm just saying, though, it was so classic, man. It was so classic. One of those times where I can't give him a technical because I, start, I, I incited that, right? So... <laughs> I started the conversation. I have to eat everything he's saying back to me. This and this dude was intense. He had like chalk. He was writing up plays on the on the court, and I was like, it, it was to this day. I I was telling somebody about that story the other day, dude. Like, cause he he's he's not a guy that's just gonna recognize, right? He doesn't look like he doesn't look like an NBA coach. He's not very yeah. tall, like he's but he's fiery. And he blends. Funny. Yeah, he blends. Well, he he was kind of chill. He, then he got fiery after you yeah, after you. Like, <laughs> calm down. Yeah, that's definitely uh. Then he got fiery. For those of you officials listening, that's definitely not how to speak to a, a coach. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, I will give you this, Ken. It was eight o'clock in the morning or so. Yeah, no you know, we barely got anything in our stomachs that morning. Yeah. You were a little cranky. Yeah. Eric was kind of winding you up a little bit. Like, dude, who is this little coach? Please. And it wasn't even really good basketball. It was like two just nondescript teams. On eight yeah. Morning. It was just a blah. It was just a blah, blah, blah game, yeah. you know? So yeah, it was definitely a learning experience for me, but uh, oh. something that Mel and I will always have to remember that one. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. But um, we played over in Yuba City this this past weekend um, at the uh, the NorCal Supreme Tournament. Yeah. Um, had had a blast. It's so it's so fun. I mean, it's just fun just to coach and see the boys run and whatnot, right? But um, and I know and I know all you coaches can relate and know exactly what I'm talking about. But I I. We played a, uh, a fairly new team. I've never seen them before. I believe they were called the Sack Warriors, I think. I got to look at the schedule. I think they're called the Sack Warriors. So anyways, it's funny. You know those teams that you know the players that are sitting on the bench 
should be starting, but they're not on the roster. They asked them yeah. to play with them. So it was, it was one of those scenarios where I'm like, guess what? I know one of those players that's sitting over there. Yeah. And I know he doesn't normally play with them. And it's so obvious when you uh, are down by like maybe 12 or 11 and all of a sudden, oh, oh, here come the ringers. Now they're coming in, right? But the funny thing is, Ken, is he doesn't realize I, I knew Jaden. Jaden was playing. You know, yeah. your boy Jaden from Elk Grove uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Capitals? Jay, yeah. Little Jay. Yeah, but he's not so little anymore. He looks like a man, right? Yeah, he's, he's, man, he's so buff now. Like dude, I know. Like, they, they all look like men, though. I mean, every, yeah, even I your was son. looking at the heat, dude. Like, that one dude has a full beard on your team. Bro. I know. And he's the baby, dude. He's yeah. the baby. Yeah. Gosh, man. He's 13 still, dude. Dude, that dude has... I, I know. I know. CJ. Shout out to CJ. So <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I already know Jay can go. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, he must have picked up Jay for this tournament, right? And I'm wondering when he's going to put him in, right? The whole time I'm like, hey, coach, you're not going to pull the banana and the tailpipe on me. <laughs> I, know, I know you got your ringers, your two ringers sitting on the bench. I didn't know the other kid. Yeah. Obviously, he was a lot better than the kids that were starting. But you know those coaches, they got to do it for the parents because the kids, <laughs> we, we know the parents are the ones that actually probably paid for the tournament. Yeah. And then he brought in these two kids. You can't disrespect the parents by starting the two kids that you asked to play with you so they're obviously sitting on the bench i just had to let the coach know that i knew <laughs> i knew Jaden, i knew the ringer and he's going up to the table and i'm like oh hey what's up jay Damn, i didn't even recognize you dude you look look like a man now dude how's it going he's yeah. like oh hey coach hey coach and the coach looks over at me i'm just like come on man what are you, <laughs> what are you doing dude i know exactly what you're doing you're not gonna do the old david blaine oh check up nothing yeah. up my sleeves nothing up my <laughs> sleeves you know any other coach he probably wouldn't have oh, been oblivious to it but yeah. when i know your ringer and you just start him dude all right just start him come on what are you doing because he goes into the game and Jaden never comes back out. Maybe he came out yeah. one time in the fourth quarter, like for a minute. <laughs> he played the rest of the game, but he did the David Blaine to all the parents. And I don't even know if the parents are paying attention. Don't lie. We know the parents are paying attention. <laughs> just, just own it there. Just own it. Right. Hey, yeah. man, he's a killer player. I'm going to start him. He's playing every minute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. That's just, I'm, I'm going for the win. And that's he's, what we're trying to do. He's gonna, and he's going to help us. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to yeah. help us. So I get a kick out of coaches that try to do that. And it's like, come on, dude. What, are you new to this game right now, man? I know exactly <laughs> what you're doing. So the whole game, I was just being a smart ass. Every time Jaden did something. I mean, I was really complimenting Jay because he did some phenomenal moves. I mean, you know how he plays, Ken. Just yeah. getting in. He's so fast and aggressive. And he knows how to use his body. And he can get mm -hmm. up and, and create a lot. And I'm like, great move, Jaden, great move. Like the whole time. And I just like letting the coach know, like, dude, I, I know who your player is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was good for that, dude. Like I remember one time we played against Mel on some team that we weren't on and we had like five subs. And every time the guys who weren't on the team scored, Mel was like saying, good job, KJ, Elgrove Capitals. Good job, so-and-so. Oh. Hey, <laughs> hey, Ashley's in here right now dying because she remembers that game. Every time I remember we, that. that player would score, Mel would yell out the team that they were actually on because the kids that we <laughs> I don't even remember what team we were on. Those kids, they weren't very experienced. But when he, when he brings in the five ringers, Mel, like every single time, he was like, he was he was grabbing the paper. Yeah, KJ, Elgo Capitals, Brandon, Elgo. It was, like, it was just, Mel's really good. Oh, yeah, that, that was so funny. I just, it's funny. Oh, I think, uh, was that the Titans that did yes. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out Joe. to Coach Joe, by the way. Yeah, Coach Joe, yeah. Um, shout out Coach Joe. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Coach Joe. Yeah. Uh, I feel sorry for him. The doctor gone coach. Yeah, Dr. Joe. 
Yeah. So it, yeah, that that was hilarious though. I mean, I was like, "Come on, Joe, really, dude?" He's yeah. like, "Well, what? They 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 wanted they 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 messaged me, and then I think Ben came in. I'm like, "Oh, you got Ben too, dude? Like, what are, you, are you, dude? If you really want to win, like, yeah. hey, go for it, man. Because I I feel sorry for your regular team because they're not getting any playing time. The team um, that have been playing with you for four years, they played like two minutes that game. I know, I know. Because he had to beat so the Hawaii bad. Heat that day. That's you know so I mean? funny. I hope they I hope they won. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they smashed us <laughs> <laughs> at Hardwood Palace, right? Like, and and you get the medal that, that medal. those medals that are laying around your house somewhere uh, that that your six and seven year old are wearing. Literally, I think it's more what I get annoyed at is the integrity of the game as a coach. That's right. what that's what hits me. I'm just like, come on, man! Like, what are you doing right now, Joe? Do you really feel like, oh my gosh, you got that big of an ego where you got to win and you got to like grab all the players in the area like i know them all dude like what are you doing especially class of 24 you know i, I kind of know all the kids so it's like there's not like you're gonna have to a lot of coaches what they're doing is they're just taking the easy way out they don't want to develop the kids they don't want to take the time yeah. they just want to go and get the kids that are already good and uh i don't know what i'm coaching but go out and do your thing freestyle for me you know and i Hey, to each his own. That's just the way I coach. I, I, you know what I mean? I like to work with the kids and bring out the best in them. I can see a kid and see he's got something in him and bring it out. You know what I mean? And just give him a ton of confidence, man. Speaking of confidence, I got just got to give a shout out to KJ again, because I saw that highlight where, um, let's see here. He just crossed half court and shoots up a three. I thought that was, I thought, honestly, dude, I thought that was mellow ball. I was like, oh, mellow ball. That's a cool highlight when he was in high school. Oh, I, I didn't know smash knows him wait a minute, that's KJ? I'm like, dude, he launched that and it was bottom swoosh. But KJ was always a good shooter though. Yeah, he's, he's, he's shooting from further out now. Like, and it's, it's, it's like nice on video, but as a dad, Mel, and you know me, I'm kind of like, dude, like why so far? Like we only get to see, so here's the great thing about the highlight era of basketball, right? We only see the makes, right? So he didn't make them all. And he shot from far, from along, from far. The fact that he has that confidence, shout out to Coach Jay from CTV. We, we, there's nowhere for us to play, but Coach Jay gives KJ ultimate green light to shoot those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice that he's making those. I'd rather him shoot right at the three-point line, which is more of a guideline for him. But he's, he, dude, he's shooting from super far. But I'm not always happy with it. And we talk about it in the car. Uh, <laughs> I, like, thought it, I thought it was, I was impressed. I was like, okay, KJ. <laughs> Yeah. It was so far, man, and he's so freaking tall, man. Yeah, I'm just cool. like, man, look at this kid, dude. And when he pulled up, just Pat, I go, Kaido, I go, look how far this shot is. Kaido was like, oh, man, KJ, it was <laughs> deep, man. It was so deep. <laughs> like I said, it was just, he just crossed half court line. It wasn't like a small court either. Yeah. It was a big court. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy to see these kids. And I was watching Kaido's video the other day. Like, I remember Mel and him being those two big uniforms and, like, just still with all the handles and, and me always asking to do that karate combo. And now this dude kind of has got a pure stroke. Now he's shooting the ball. Like it's great to see kids from play from age five when we were all playing at, what was that? Hot shots. Yeah. And now these yeah. kids are just, these kids would have been playing JV and varsity as freshmen and in the area. And you, and I, that's the one thing I really miss out being able to watch the kids that, that we watched grow up play high school basketball. I really, there's nothing better. I, I had that on the mm-hmm. call the other day. There's nothing better than a Friday night high school game. At any level I've ever officiated, nothing beats a Friday night high school game. Yeah, yeah. we were just talking about that last week, especially when they're the rivals, right, Ken? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my oh. God. I, we would get so excited as officials, like, dude, you know, whether, whether it be, you know, Rockland and Whitney or Rockland and Del Loro or, yes. dude, uh, what about, like, 
Sheldon and Pleasant Grove. Ooh, those were some big games. Yeah. We'd go like, dude, I got this game tonight. Or, man, uh, who's Franklin's? Um, Franklin was Franklin, it? Sheldon was probably a really good Sheldon? game. CEO, uh, shout out to the coach. Yeah, uh, turn that program around. They're really, really good now. Super yeah. aggressive. But we, we, we ended up getting to play them in some like summer event. Those kids, that would have been a really good team. And, and uh, Jalen, who played against this weekend, he mm-hmm. was actually going to play varsity for them as a freshman. Um, wow. That was very talented team. The coach came in there, brought a brand new style of play. Those kids play hard. Really, really impressed with that, that organization. Yeah, Jaden Jaden looked really good. Jaden looked really yeah. good. So, a Flanagan, shout out. Shout out. Yeah, he's hey. about 5'6 now. He thinks he's 5'9, but he's about 5'6. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, speaking of Jaden, how's uh what's going on with um Elk Grove Capitals, man? Uh Elk Grove Capitals, shout out. Um Coach Terrell, man. Solid team out here in Elk Grove uh in Sacramento, man. Are, are you guys have any plans going anywhere traveling? So, you know, the Capitals well, it's a team that will always play together. Um yeah. but but this year, uh a couple of the boys got opportunities. Uh Ty Virgil Terrell's son got an opportunity to play with West Coast Elite. Uh, Brandon and KJ played with, uh, I've been playing with PHPS and mm. now Brandon, KJ, Jalen, uh, Flannery, um, Dante, um, Walls, they're, they're all going to play over at PHPS and Ty still has a West Coast League team, but we'll, we'll still get together playing a tournament yeah. in there. Um, yeah. they're, they're brothers and same thing, like with your kids that have been together for so long, like mm-hmm. they're, they're really brothers. Like they really love each other. Yeah. Right. And then it was nice to take like seven, eight boys strictly from Sacramento, take them around the country mm-hmm. at very young ages, um, put them in, put them in the spots where, you know, we really got to see high level basketball and come back and, and win some things for the city. But now it's kind of like, they've all kind of gone their separate ways, but whenever they get together, it's like, they, they, they just like me you know, at your house, right? Like, yeah, it's magic. It's like, they they cannot see each other for maybe two months and it's like not, they don't miss a beat. Yeah. Like, so let let the listeners know and the viewers that are are on Twitch right now, uh, let the listeners know like where have you guys gone to play in the country? I know you say that, but I know I know you guys where you guys gone, but let everyone know the places that you guys gone. Yeah. So every year we would go to we went to Vegas and we always would play um, in, in the bigger tournaments in Vegas. We've been to Kentucky, we've been to Arizona, uh, Portland several times. I'm trying to think of all the places we went to. Um, uh, we've been to so many places along the West Coast. Uh, the great thing is we've played teams from New York, Tennessee, um, Memphis, uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. So, and it's always good to see the different styles of basketball and playing those kids. And some of these kids you see now um, that are now that were 2024, and now they're like 2026. By the way, shout out to those. <laughs> um, but uh, it's shout amazing. out to the holdbacks. Yeah. yeah, shout out, shout out to the kids that are that are playing made hoops for the second time in the eighth grade division. Hey, how um, about, what do they call it nowadays to make it sound it, really cool? Re- reclass. Reclassification. That's right. Reclass. Reclassification. Yeah. But not only that, though, they're kind of, they're celebrating it now, too. Ken. Like oh, They announce it now. Like, do they do. Like, yeah, yeah they do. They'll say, oh, we want to congratulate reclassification so-and-so. Yeah. I was just like, wait, wait, am I missing something here? They're <laughs> celebrating this now? Nothing against, nothing against. I think every parent has the right to do what they want. To each kids. his own. To yeah, each his we, own. You know, we, we, the kids on our, on our team, we, we, we were never lucky enough to have an older kid on our team, but we've played a lot of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yes, you guys but, have. You know, it's pretty cool to see those kids nowadays, but yeah, we, we traveled a lot, man. And I'll, and I'll say this for the podcast. Like we traveled really early. And if I had to do it all over again, I probably wouldn't have our kids go out of town probably to like seventh grade. Um, Mel, all those trophies we used to keep back in the day, I think I, I recently gave them away or, or threw them away. Those big <laughs> trophies or whatever. 
Um, You're like, uh, what am I gonna do with all these? Yeah, that basketball you get in the in the globe from like Portland and all that stuff. Like you yeah, yeah, yeah. right now, the kids play kick it around. Um, yeah. I I realistically think that I think that I that I bought into winning too early um, with with the, with my my team. And as I started to think a little bit more about development, and we did develop our kids, but yeah. I think I, I I have a six year old daughter now. She won't travel to like eighth grade. Like we'll, we'll save our money. We'll yeah, coaching the Beals facility. Well, I think you guys. Yeah, I think you guys did. I mean, this is my opinion, obviously, and my opinion is always right. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, but like the experience that the kids get though oh, yeah. out of that, you know what I mean? Like you can never, you can't take that away. So I feel if you can do it, and you yeah. got a team that's high level and can compete. I think it's worth it in the end. You know what I mean? I don't think it's smart to take a team that's just mediocre or trying to learn the game and do all that. Then I think that's kind of a waste, but like kids that are high level, high IQ at a young age, I think it's the, I think it's the best because the memories that you get to build, right? Because a lot of these, yeah, because, uh, because you and I, all of us coaches know a lot of them might not even play in high school. They might not get past. So like, if you got the opportunity third fourth fifth sixth grade and you're playing with a really good travel team and you're gonna see places like like you know coach muscleman said i've been to places you will never see and then ken you can go well i've been to kentucky i've been to arizona i've been (laughs) i've been to a lot of places too eric (laughs) it's different um and i what you're saying is some teams um some some of these organizations like they you know i I think it's a money grab because you're taking teams that aren't prepared um if Here's here's my advice. If but the way, but Ken, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But the yeah. way we did it was like we made nothing. No, nothing at all. Yeah, we made nothing at all. Yeah, I, yeah. I paid honestly, and I'm sure Mel does the same. Like, there's like a couple of kids on my team every single year that will will get them shoes, or I have friends, a lot yeah. of friends who donate shoes. We're we're paying tournament fees. Yeah. Um, so I always like, have two or three kids in my hotel room with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we weren't. There's no. We we gave kids rides. I mean, yeah. that I think is the bonding part of yeah. it. I think was so fun. Like you and I, we didn't. I mean, we were in the get go when the boys were what eight years old, seven years old. We started, and I think the reason why I say this is because the kids. We didn't know how good the kids were. We knew we had a group of kids that were good, but yeah. we really didn't know how good they were. To we're like, damn, these kids are pretty good. And then you got, you know, Devon. Shout out to Devon. You know, with yellow jackets. Yeah. Um, he was telling us, you got, you need to take these kids to. Uh, he said Orlando. Right. Yeah. It was our first year. We were like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. It was like three in three months. I was like, wait, or how much is that going to cost? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And we were like, that's cool and everything. But he's like, yeah, these kids are good. And so you got shattered, though. That's another good AAU story for Mel and I. We we were playing locally. We're beating up everybody. And then shout out to Coach Dree from Team Dojo. Yeah. He came down to Sacramento and beat the living crap out of us. Welcome to the dojo. Oh, my God. We, uh, <laughs> We, we definitely got an eye opener as to what AAU was at, at a different level, what elite AAU was. And this is, I mean, remember guys, it's second grade, right? Um, <laughs> kids still didn't even have all their teeth. And we really got to see kind of what AAU was and where we were not. Um, and that's what I, I'll kind of continue. If, if your team is playing their age group locally every single week, don't take them, don't, don't take them to elite, uh, major tournaments out of town because you're not going to be ready because you're yeah. not going to play against kids that are the same age as you. Right, we, and, and yeah, their, we, their experience levels a lot different. Yeah, Team Dojo was out of SoCal, so they, they came. They they drove from Southern coach, California to attend uh, the Yellow Jacket tournament that we were throwing yeah. uh, to play us because we were kind of a team that was hyped up real early, and we were, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, we were we were uh, ranked. The rankings. Yeah, that came and that was when that was in the ranking thing was kind of big for young kids. We're like, I was like, what? Cam was like, we're ranked. I'm like, we're ranked by who? Who saw us? What is this? You know, and it was just like all these ranking systems. You know, they take your wins. And you know, what I mean, there's like a little bit of involvement in it, but it was just like I was like, what, really? And so like, I mean, it almost it makes it fun for the kids though. It really does for the for the kids. They're like we're ranked. It's a sense of pride, a little sense of, and it gives them some confidence. And then you go in and get smacked by 20 by a team from SoCal. You're like, Oh man, we're not ranked. <laughs> we're janked. That team's ranked. We got spanked. Yeah. That team's the real deal. But um, yeah. So yeah. Shout out to coach Dree team yeah. dojo over in SoCal coach Lance. Did you have something to say? I was just going to say that I, along the same lines that I agree, you know, we, we have, if your team is, playing locally and they're they're killing teams and they're playing up and they're killing teams then that's the time to really consider yep. you know consider that traveling but if you're playing at playing in a hardwood hoops uh not hardwood hoops but hardwood palace tournament and you're in the you know bottom division and you're playing there um or in the middle division every single week may not may not want to spend the money to go to orlando Right. Yeah, unless unless you're looking at it as a vacation and you know 100 percent. and if you're looking at it from the standpoint of i'm trying to get so it got to a point mel and i talk about this like we're developing our kids for high school so right. if you if that's the case like i'm trying to get my my players ready to play first it was middle school right yeah um then it's high school so if you're going out of town to get them ready i don't i don't think that my boys would be afraid to play anywhere right now because they've been places you know mm -hmm. but but if you're only playing at Harvard Palace and shout out to Harvard Palace, shout out to all those other places. I love going there, but that's not, that does not prepare you to go down to the Mamba courts and then play McGrady's team where dude and made hoops, Tracy McGrady's eighth grade team, their front line, 6'10", 6'9", 6'8", 6'5", point guard. You're not prepared for that. The warm-up line is 360s. Everybody's had mustaches and beards. They drove to the game. Drove to the game. Yeah. So they're having drinks after the tournament. That's that was that's probably the biggest front line I've ever seen. And they were all in the eighth grade. Like eighth it was grade. it was insane. That's crazy. That's Tracy McGrady's team. Yeah, they were yeah, awesome, mm. awesome organization. Really good Man, team. I mean you, you, I think you see okay. that you see that a lot with a lot of these uh uh clubs that are sponsored by the professional players. You know, our uh, Josh's team played uh um who was it? Portland uh, when we when we were in Portland he played a team that was sponsored by was it Brandon Royce team yes Brandon Royce club and it actually played two teams and their top team that we played oh wow I mean these guys were huge and we we had a pretty big team our, our team was pretty big but they were huge and they were good I mean the and these and this was eighth grade these guys were playing and it was crazy how talented they were um, the good thing was, I mean, the, the fun thing was that they were all very good players, very respectful players yeah. and very respectful kids. And the families were great. Um, you know, they, but they were, it, it's crazy when you see kids like that, they're, 
you know, six, five, six teams that have six, eight, six, nine, six, five. I mean, that's in the eighth grade. You just kind of shake your head a little bit. Like where, where, where do these guys come from? Yeah. You know, <laughs> seriously. And you know, what's funny too, Ken is like when we started taking the boys out of town, we were still getting teased then. Cause we were kind of one of the only younger teams that were going <laughs> like leaving the state and going out of town in different places. And uh, I remember parents from other programs would see our team when we would come back to hardwood after going on a little tour and just the aggressive just the different style of play because we are playing that style right whether it be la or you know in reno or portland or just different teams at a young age i'm talking you know third grade you know eight u nine u and um bringing it back i just remember parents going well how come we don't travel we want to start traveling how come that team goes we need to do that but it's like it's different. Like you said, if you're not ready for that or the kids aren't on that level, it's, I mean, it was, you know, coming from local, you know, I'm not going to mention the name, but you know, local programs in the area that wanted to do the same, what we were doing, it was just different. You know, you had to have the players that were, like I said, even Oakland, shout out to Oakland, man. I mean, the, the, the environment is so hostile there, the crowd. And that's what I love. I love to take our boys and make them uncomfortable. If you can be comfortable being uncomfortable, yeah. Hey, sky's the limit. Right. So I remember taking a bunch of kids and we went to, oh my gosh, man. It was like, I think it was like one of the Y's. You've been there before, Ken. I took our the Hawaii Heat Boys to the Y down in Oakland. It was like, you know, a pit bull on the roof over there barking yeah. at you. You're like, oh my gosh, liquor store at the corner. You know what I mean? It was one of them. It was the outside. hood. Yeah. It was yeah. the hood. And so when I took the boys there, you know, and you know, I got I got kids from the suburbs, man. You know what I mean? And they're just like, and parents, I was, I, we rented a car and I was scared for the rental. I was like, I think that rental car is going to get, I think we're going to come out and the tires are going to be missing and we're going to have to call the little insurance thing. Good thing you got the insurance, babe, because I, I think that Torcel is going to get jacked. <laughs> and so I remember um, going in the tournament and hey, the parents, thank you. I just got to thank the parents from the opposing team. I've never, well, I, I, I'm used to it because I've done it, but I'm talking about when I had to rebuild the Hawaii Heat team and we went there and I took the kids and I said, hey, it's going to be a little hostile. You know, this is what I want you guys. I want you guys to feel uncomfortable. And so one of my kids, I'll never forget, his name's Connor. Ball rolls out of bounds or something. And the mom goes, you mother effer. We're going to kick your mother effing ass. You know, and he was just like, <laughs> I can see it in his face, right? And during a timeout, he comes over to me. He's like, um, hey, coach. And I go, hey, what's up? He goes, uh, that mom over there uh, called, um, said, um, and I'm like, dude, you can say it to me. Don't worry. I'm not going to say anything. He's like, uh, she said, um, uh, I'm a mo mother effer. And I go, good, good. That's what that means. You're doing your job. That means you're doing your job. If they're calling you names like that, you're doing good. So you keep you got it up. their attention. Yeah, exactly. And we ended up winning. You know, it was it was those are the games that I'm just mad. Even if we lost, it's that experience. Right. You know, it's it's gonna years down the line, they're going to be at the free throw line, hostile environment. And they're like, dude, I was doing this since I was in the fourth grade. Yeah. This, yeah, doesn't this doesn't affect me. I'll miss it. Air ball. That doesn't affect me. I've been there, done that. Coach I, I, Bob? Did, I, I did that. I think that was the, the team two years ago. And I think we were, I don't know. I think we were a sixth grade team then. I can't, can't remember Lance, but we didn't play it hardwood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we did the tour. Like, Hey, you know what? You guys are coming up on middle school, high school, None of you guys have been out of town. Guess what? We're not playing out of the Bay Area all year. We're we're playing in Oakland. We're playing San Leandro. We're playing we're playing San Francisco. We're just, we're playing down there. We're gonna get our asses kicked. And you're gonna find mm -hmm. out how to play in these gyms so that 
when you get to high school, it's stuff doesn't bother you. But yeah. they got better. Never yeah. Yeah, they yeah. got better. And, and and the funny thing is, too, that <clears throat> same thing with our boys, like we would go out and play in these hostile environments on purpose. Mm-hmm. When we came back to Hardwood, it was a treat. It was like, oh, we're back. We're at Hardwood. All right. Like day camp. <laughs> yeah, it was like a treat. Yeah. But of course, you know, you play a grade or two up, but it still was a treat because they know the environment. They're comfortable there. Right. They're not so comfortable somewhere else. But of course, over the years, they get used to that, which is my whole line is during coaching, you know, Hey, we've been there, done that boys. Let's go. You guys know what to do. I don't have to say well, it's, it's the first time. Most of these players get to play in a gym. That's loud. You know, if you've got a close game, mm-hmm. it's going to be loud. So it's the first time they've ever had to actually deal with that kind of noise. I mean, there's noise that like hardwood pallets cause you have other courts and whistles, yeah. and but it's different when it's on top of you. It's a yeah. pressure noise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You feel it. Like you feel it. Right. Yeah. Oh, they're chanting and you got, and then there's typically there's really no sideline, so the kids are just I mean the oh, no. are like right on top of you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, you got the uh, you got the dads right there yelling right yeah, there in your face. That's you're a, trying to pass the ball in, and they're next to you going, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're like <laughs> the, worst, the worst that the worst one is the one with the towel, the guy that and yeah. he's he's wandering on that baseline down there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right around oh, his shoulder, yeah. right? He's gonna, he's gonna sweat so much, so he needs yeah. like that. he's come ready to go. <laughs> that, that, that actually said that's actually me most time. but i don't ever talk to people's kids i, I like like i'm gonna talk to referees which mail always helps don't listen to him like oh so. it's so funny you know it's funny because because i know ken and, and he straight bullies them it's so classic you know and i laugh i go don't let him bully you dude i i i officiate too i can use the same terminology what did he say <laughs> and it's so funny because when when we when we would coach against each other it was it was a it was just comedy it was so much fun because we would say things back and forth to each other under our breath and then you know because him and i can talk to each other because we know each other and so it was yeah. fun it was fun doing that but we gotta yeah. set you guys up and, and wire you guys up that, i mean uh, yeah, no I, I i probably wouldn't I, they wouldn't allow me to be mic'd up I, well, i've gotten better i, I try to <laughs> Not to well, let's, let's hear. I mean, let's just go use that as a segue for this. So, I was talking to Coach Tom this weekend, uh, Ken, and um, he mentioned a girls' game, and he said, "Hey, I just um, coached against Ken," and I was like, "Ken, who? Ken?" And it didn't ring a bell. He goes, "Cause, cause I'm thinking Ken," and he goes, "Yeah, Ramy," and I go. Because he's he was I was coaching my girls team. I go, oh, oh, that's right, his daughter. Yeah, yeah, Jordan. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, what happened? And he's just like, oh man. So he kind of set up the scenario and he just wanted to. I'm not gonna say it. You, you're gonna set it up. Okay. You're gonna set it up for the listeners right now, Ken. So explain the situation. I don't think Coach Lance knows. Um, I know we kind of talked about it a little bit off the air with Coach Bob, but go ahead and tell the story. So it was your so basically this, I'll start off with this. He goes. You know Ken Ramey, he starts in the in the in the stands, yeah. and I hear this and I hear this voice really loud. And I look over, and I'm like, oh, it's Ken. And then next thing you know, a couple minutes goes by, and he's sitting on the bench coaching, and I start laughing. I go, that's so Ken, man, that's oh, so Ken. So, so from there, go ahead and take it we're away. At, we're at Nabil Nabil Body's place, and I actually Nabil and I played at Yuba College together. So Nabil Nabil is my guy. Shout out to Coach Nabil, one of the best shooters I've ever played with. Um, so we're there, and I I'm and one of the one of the assistant coach well one of the dads because all the girls from Laguna Creek High School which is a really good program um, a couple of the girls got together they wanted to play so one of the dads like okay I'll do it uh, and I I've tried to retire because I just want to just sit on the sidelines <laughs> and just talk to my own kids um, and and the and the girls are coming off and the dads coach and I, I'm kind of giving them a couple of things and the referees are like Ken why don't you sit over there and Nabil said why don't you sit over there I'm like I don't want to get us a technical so I'm just going to sit over here you really can't give me a technical as a fan 
I have my mask on. I'm trying to bring the girls over and talk. And then eventually something happens. And then the, the girls are like, coach can't just sit over here. So then I end up, I have, I have a clipboard miraculously in my backpack already. Anyway. <laughs> That's <laughs> so weird. I, I had a clipboard <laughs> in my backpack already anyway. So then I just, I come out and, and then we're coaching. Um, Tom, Tom's team is, they're, they're, they're coached so well at, at all levels. They're coached so well. They run their stuff. They do these things. And our girls hadn't really played in a while. And, we, and that Laguna team, to be fair, to like, there's a couple of girls with like, one girl has like six Division One offers already. She's been playing. Wow. Another girl has like two Division Two offers. They've been playing, but no one else has been playing. And Tom's team is, they're just taking it to us. Um, but we, so I'm trying to speed the game up. When you haven't really practiced, what do you do? You try to make the game as ugly as possible and hope the ball can land somewhere. <laughs> try to speed the game up. Um, I know the referees and they're good guys. And I'm trying to trying to use all the terminology I can and, and all of my knowledge to try to win this thing. And Tom is just sitting down the whole time, making adjustments, beating us the whole time. And we start to get close. And so we're trying to win this thing. And we're down by like four and we're pressing. And I believe that there was a travel missed. I informed the referee, hey, Mr. Referee. I think you missed that travel. I didn't say it that way. Um, and he didn't agree with me. And so uh, we come down and we, we get a steal. We score. We're only down by two. And then we, we, and I say, Hey girls, we're not going to trap. I mean, we're not going to foul. We're going to, we're going to play this out. There's like 16 seconds left. We get a really good trap in there in the front court. Um, a girl switches pivot feet and it's so blatant. And I'm like, travel, 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 travel. And he doesn't call it. So then we end up fouling. They get free throws. And I just informed the referee. I said, Hey, I think you missed the travel there. And I actually did say it calmly. I, calmly I think you missed the travel there. I said, Tom knows you missed the travel. And Tom's looking at me. And you know Tom. He's he's all dressed nice with the best shoes in the gym. And he's like sitting there like, <laughs> laughing at me. And I said, Tom, you know your girl missed the travel. And then the referee looks at him, looks at me. And I said, okay, check this out. There's Wait, like what, what, did, what did Tom say, though? What did Tom say? He Tom said, said, good call. That's what a good say? no call, right? <laughs> so what you know, he knows it's wrong. Yes. So I say, uh... <laughs> I said, hey, Mr. Referee, when the game is over and there's like 3.3 sec seconds left, I want you to ask Coach Tom if his girl traveled. Just, and he looks at me kind of crazy, like, who says that? I'm like, just ask him. So, you know, we come down, we, we miss. They, they, they made a free throw or something. They beat us by two or whatever. And then uh, I, and then he asked him, and Tom's like, yeah, yeah, she travels. And I'm <laughs> like, bro. And on the first travel, he comes over to me maybe like two minutes later and says, can I miss one? And I said, I get that you missed one, but you can't miss the violation in a close game like that. So from an officiating standpoint, we were able to talk about why he missed it. And his partner actually told him he was too close to the play, right? If he would have stepped up off the play, he can now see through the play. He can see the feet or he can see the trajectory and the change. So it was a good, it was a good referee coaching moment. Now as a coach, I wasn't happy at all. <laughs> <You're pissed. laughs> we lost, right? And I wasn't happy, but growth moment, old coach Ken, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tossed. Like Nabil's not the yeah. walk to my car. So I'm not to fight a referee, but verbally, I'm going to probably assault you, utilizing all of the terms of my 16 years of officiating and letting you know that I'm calling your assigner and who's assigning these games and things like that. But it was a learning moment for him. Um, the girls were frustrated, but then we ended up coming back and we beat uh, a team, that, uh, an organization with 95 teams at each level um, uh, afterwards uh, by about 20. So which, which is always a pleasure. So I got a, I got a message here. I got a text from coach Tom. He said, uh, let coach Ken know she traveled. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, after the fact, thanks Tom. <laughs> but it was good though. 
And he actually told me on Sunday too. He goes, "Oh my gosh, my girl traveled like no other. She was like pivot, pivot, pivot." <laughs> Man, but no, Tom really oh. good job. Like, and 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 then this is what this is what Tom said Sunday when I saw him at the gym. He goes, "Yeah, you know what Ken said was like, I can't wait to talk about this beyond the X's and O's. It's yeah. gonna be the first thing we talk about." Yeah. <laughs> I asked him for I asked him for like a shirt so I could wear it on the uh, on the podcast. Oh, that's so funny. Man. Yeah, that's dude. So no, funny. I was it was good, man. It was it was fun. Um, I really like how Nabil runs that 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 whole situation. Um, because I got a chance to sit down and talk to him. I know you guys talked to him as well, but the fact that he's kind of selective with who plays out there. And if yeah. you're if you're not utilizing proper etiquette, you're just not invited back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I really like playing out in you. He keeps, he keeps the numbers low too. He keeps the numbers low. You don't have to worry about an overcrowded yeah, gym with gym. a bunch of people. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. Coach Nabil, we always give him kudos, man. He does a great job with his tournaments. Yeah, really. Um, and, and speaking of you retiring, man, uh, Coach Ken Ramey, he talks about retiring like Jordan retired, man. He kept uh, coming back. Uh, keeps coming back. I'm not going to coach anymore. Yeah. And then he keeps coming back. It's and next so get hard. <laughs> I'll, 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 so, look, I'll watch a Hawaii Heat game, and I'll tell Kaino. I'll be texting him on the side. Why did Kaino do that, that like, weird layup? Like, every I, time. Or you're like, how come Kainoa's not shooting? I go, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea, dude. I, I mean, for me – you guys are coaches coaching. If I could just go out and just coach the game, I would never retire. It's the, it's the stuff off the court. Like you win a big tournament. It's like, Hey, so coach, me, who's the MVP? What? Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about playing time. Let's talk about why my son, like we, we have great momentum going and we keep a five out there and they win the game, but my son didn't play. We just win a championship. And so how come my son didn't play? What? I don't, I don't like that anymore. I'm done with yeah, that. This is, Coach Ken and I had a great chemistry when we coached because we were both officials and we had great game management, period. And the cool thing about coaching with Ken was I got to coach. Ken was here managing the subs. I didn't have to worry about the subs. And he was always on it. Boom, boom, boom. Subs are going in. I can just sit there and coach and my attention can be on the five boys that are out there. And not only that, though, we're very aware that our sons were on the team and we're coaching. And that's another thing that I wanted to talk about, Ken, because you were really good. Well, I mean, of course, we all we always knew we talked about it. You and I talked about it and our boys knew they were the first ones coming out every single game. Whether they were doing good or not, they were the first two to be subbed out because we just didn't want to hear it from anybody. You know, we don't want to be, oh, daddy ball. Oh, here we go. Daddy ball. Ken was so good at keeping the boys. Even it kind of I don't want to say I don't want to say it sucked for Kaino and KJ, but they did have moments where they were on one and it was just yeah. the right thing to do as coaches. Yeah. Um, like we're not trying to like, oh, yeah, our, our, our sons need to be the show because we're the coaches. No, it wasn't that sometimes KJ and Kaino are on the bench and the five that were in there, as we know, the game of momentum changes with basketball. It's it changes in a second. And the five that you started with doesn't necessarily mean that five is going to be, you know, the exact same way yeah. maybe later on in the game or in another game after that you know so yeah he was really good we were really good at that you know with making sure that our boys uh weren't oh center of attention or hey we're bringing them out you know what i mean and i think even when we do that can they don't see that <laughs> so like it's a lose-lose for coaches but coach lance you had something yeah you know um it's funny you say that because Coach Bob and I, when we coached uh, over at Whitney, uh, the years that we did that, we purposely, I, or I, I should say, I purposely had Coach Bob be the 
be the coach that was doing all the substitutions. Mm -hmm. I, I very rarely, if ever did a substitution on my own, it was always him. And I left it up to him because, and so when the the year came, when both of our sons were, were on the team, you know, it, it was, I I know it was tough for him. I, and, and I purposely put him in that position because I didn't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, but you know, coach, but he did an awesome job though. He did a great job. And that's the thing is you said that Ken, Ken was like a master at that. And that's coach Bob was a master of that. Yeah. It, it makes coaching so nice. Right. Coach Lance. Absolutely. Yeah. So the assistant, when you have a great assistant, your, your job as a head coach is. is yeah. I actually enjoy being the assistant. So even when, when Mel moved on and then I coached with Trail Virgil, he's, <clears throat> um, I had coached by myself for a while. It's very difficult to coach the game. I don't know how you do it now, Mel. Coach the game and it then takes a while. And then manage everything. And so, Coach Terrell's up coaching. I'm talking to the kids. I'm doing this stuff right there. And with my own son, like he didn't start for us for years. And and I and I'm good with that. Like KJ had to. There was a time where KJ could only shoot, so he didn't want and he didn't want to play defense. So if you're not making your shots, how are you going to make them on the floor? <laughs> we had to earn his time. We weren't always the biggest team. So now KJ's one of the taller kids, but even taller would be like maybe five, seven in a tournament, we're playing against six, two, six, three kids. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's learned how to rebound at a high level on a box out. But I, I, for all you coaches who are listening, get a good assistant coach. And I always laugh when I see an assistant coach who just agrees with everything the, the head coach is saying. And mm-hmm. all he's really doing is just watching the head coach coach. Right. Mm-hmm. Nah, dude, like you're really not even really watching the game. When, when Mel subs out Kainoa, I say, Hey Mel, you go ahead and coach. I got Kainoa. I'm talking to Kainoa. Right. So I'm, I'm doing all this stuff, and that's what you're supposed to do. Assistant coaches should know how many timeouts are left, who's in foul trouble. I'm also coming over with the clipboard like, hey, Mel, we should, we should try to run this way. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And it's Mel's job to say yes or no if he's going to. But I trusted – that's the thing is we trust – I trusted yeah. Ken. And you I, know, same thing with you, Coach Lance. You trusted Coach Bob, and yeah. that chemistry is just like, oh, d- dude, let's go. Like, hey, I get it. We, hey, win or lose, man, we ride to die together. We, we win and lose together. It's all good, man. Like, there's no pointing the fingers. Why'd you do that? You know, hey – you're just as good as me. Let's do it. You know what I mean? So it made coaching as a head coach really easy. But like, like you said, Ken, it is, it's kind of an art when you go solo, you know, and you don't have an assistant coach. And I I always want to, I always want to just thank that I was an official because that helps me out as far as game management goes. You know what I mean? Never stand up. No, no hardly ever stands up. Yeah. You know what? I think I used to, but like, as the boys get older, they kind of know I can just, it's almost like, um, they know what to do, right? So I always I always use this analogy with a picture, right? Here, here's the canvas. Here's your paint brushes. You guys take what the defense gives you. You already know all your options. You paint the picture, okay? Like I gotta manage things every now and then. Like, hey, I don't think that was a smart shot, but for the most part, I let them play through their. They're at that age now, right? They're 15. I I let them play through the mistakes. I let them roll with it. Um, I'll ask them questions like, "What should you have done?" And yeah. you know, or "Hey, Aiden just shot four in a row. He's hot." Why shoot the ball? Give it up to him. He's wide open. He's hot. And when he's hot, you feed him. Okay. And it's just little things like that. You just got to manage them. It's so fun at this age. I'm having a blast because we've done this for a while, you know, and, and uh, I, you see the opposing coaches yelling and screaming and they're running up and down the sideline. And I remember those days we've all done it, especially when they're little, cause you're trying to teach them and you're constantly letting them know they're doing things wrong. And Hey, doing this, you're doing that. But as they got older, it's like, Oh, it's kind of nice just to chill. And sometimes 
when they're having those magical moments, Ken, you know, the team is just flowing. You get to be a little bit of a fan. It's fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Coach Lance, Coach Bob, you guys know when that magic is on, you're like, this is so fun. Yeah, are we going to go to Chili's after this? Yeah. You know <laughs> what? This weekend, the better player on, on the Lagunas team, I gave her the clipboard. And she was like, she's like, Coach Ken, what, what defense are we? And I was like, what defense do you want to play? And so she comes out of one timeout and says, hey, we're going to go into a, a 2-2-1 to start. Then the next player, we're going to go into a 2-3, and then we'll go back to a 2-2-1. She says that. And this is a girl who is so talented. Yeah. Mel, remember um, Chelsea, Chelsea Gray? Is that her name? She now plays for the Sparks? Is that her name? Uh, she played in um, she played at St. Mary's. She ended up going to Duke, and now she plays for the Sparks. I've never seen a girl as talented as her. There's a girl at Antelope right now. Her last name is Hario. She's amazing. She signed yeah. to Stanford. The girl at Laguna, in my opinion, is probably the second best player in the city. Only wow. a junior. 5'11", wow. like one through five. And she's very fiery. And I talked to her. I said, hey, you got a lot of these girls on this team that are nervous to play with you because you're so fiery. So I want you to lead them. You make the calls. I'm just out here just kind of putting pieces in places. Yeah. And I see that with your team. Like when you have leaders, we played against male. KJ was guest playing for some team. Cause again, we don't have a home right now. Right. Um, with during this COVID stuff and Mel got mad at his starting five, took them all out. The bench players were playing well and yeah. we just let them play. Let them in. Yeah. Get up. And there was one point where I think Mel told his team, Anyone who shoots a three-pointer will sit down the rest of the game. And, like, they couldn't shoot threes. And it's just, like, and, to watch and, real coaching happen is a really good thing to see. And the parents didn't know. So they're like, shoot! Yeah. I actually was so frustrated with them. I told them, not, not to take – we're not going to take a shot because you guys need to practice to pass the ball and run the offense. Yeah, I, I, so I, I, don't, I don't want you guys to shoot. And it's like, you know, five, four, three. And they're still pla- – and they're like – and the parents are just going, shoot! And I'm like – Good job. You guys listen. Good job. (laughs) Because it's so weird at this age. You say, hey, I don't want anybody shooting threes. First shot that goes up, a three. I'm like, I look at the boys. I'm like, what did I just say? You guys heard me, right? And they're like, yeah, coach. coach? Yeah. And I'm like, "Uh, go ahead and sub them out. They all come out. I'm like, what the hell did I just tell you guys? Because because he shot the three. All five of you guys are coming out. That's (laughs) that's your teammate's fault. Okay. So if you guys want to get mad, you look at him. Okay. And I'm going to coach these other five and they were doing good i remember that game ken that's so funny you brought that up i, I was i was really impressed with that and i was honest i wasn't coaching it. i was talking to like another coach that knew you and he was like man i love the way he does stuff like that just watching real coaches at the aau level because it, it's not always that a lot of guys just roll the ball out go grab some guys on the weekend um but, but shout out to those guys who are giving kids opportunities to play but i really like seeing people who develop their players you have a kid on your team Mel, and I, I always forget his name with the curly hair He's his game has grown so much. He played junior high school with Kainoa. I'm so impressed with just the, the oh yeah. Uh shout out to um Canyon. Yeah. Canyon Rice. Yeah. Impressed with just watching the growth. I watched yeah. the videos he trains with uh, Coach Lance's son and just mm-hmm. watching the growth and how he plays and how poised he is and now how aggressive he is. And he goes from being like a kid that you don't really recognize on the Hawaii Heat, right? You never miss the uniforms because they got they have 95 <laughs> uniforms, but uh, but to see a kid you don't really know. And now you, you can't take your eyes off the kid because he's one of the better players on the floor at all times. That's coaching, bro. Yeah, he's come a long way, man. I think a lot of the kids that I coach, I mean, I think it's any kid. It's just installing confidence, yeah. believing in them. They don't even believe in themselves and say, hey, man, it's okay if you miss. What happens? What's the worst thing that happens? We lose. Who cares? We still got 95 games that we're going to be playing for the rest of your life or whatever it is, right? It's like, who cares? Shoot the ball, man. Yep. And I think giving them that confidence, 
I mean, every kid, it's not just Canyon. It's all the kids, every, every kid I've coached, giving them confidence. I mean, letting them do their thing, you know, and I'm going to correct them. When you take a bad shot, I'm like, that wasn't a good shot, man. Yeah. What are you doing? But you know, for the most part, if you're open, shoot the ball. You know? I mean, even if you miss three in a row, it's all right. This is practice. We're trying to get you better. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I, I'll just, I, I'll be first to say it this time. I'll piggyback on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when coach Lance and I were coaching, if you passed up a shot, we thought you were supposed to shoot. You're out. You're, you're coming out. Like, yeah. Look, if you, if you pass up a shot and that's a shot that we want you to shoot, get out of the game. Yeah. You know, you'll get benched for not shooting the right shot. And mm-hmm. you take the wrong shot. Okay. We'll just say, Hey, better shot, you know, get a better look than that. Yeah, uh, exactly. I'm all for that. If you that, don't coach. shoot that shot, you're coming out of the game. We're going to we're gonna have a conversation on the yeah. bench on it. I've actually said my players, I said, I get mad when you don't shoot and you're open. I know Ken, Ken can testify because he said the same thing too. Like we get mad when you don't shoot the ball and you're open. Shoot the ball. Like yeah. what coaches say that give you a green light to shoot the ball. It's, I don't want to say we're the only ones, but I mean, take advantage of those situations. You know, I know, I know we're coming up to about an hour now. We're going to, um, go ahead and uh wrap things up but coach i didn't get to play this with you ken uh this is kind of a game that we uh would you rather okay it's kind of i don't know if you heard some of the podcasts I, i'm a nervous um, Neil. okay <laughs> yeah i know because you never know what's going to come out of my mouth man you know what i mean <laughs> all right here we go man it's simple though it's real simple okay we're going to start off really simple adidas or under armor uh, adidas oh nice i think we all chose adidas okay uh well, do you prefer zone or man Man to man. Yes. Good, good, good call. Good call. All right, here we go. We got some tricky ones here for you, Ken. Del Taco or Taco Bell? Uh, Del Taco. Hey, you Ooh, and, and, I like your style. And because I love their French fries. Not yes. Fries, yes. Fries. <laughs> hey, you're two for two right now. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is a, this one here is this, this is a tough. I'm going to give you three choices on this one. Normally it's two, but I'm going to give you three UCLA, Cal, or USC. Okay, so. I'll say, and, and I'm from Sacramento, but UCLA only because Tyus Edney was my guy. Back oh, then. man, Tyus Edney. Yeah, talk about coming fresh off the dome with a name. I like that one. Yeah. Tyus, didn't he have a, he had a game-winning shot in the yeah, big. coast to coast in like a half a second. Yes, yeah. Tyus. No way he's going to get down there. He went all the way down and laid it up. Like, what the lay up. In the tournament, too, yeah, right? In yeah, in the tournament. They're out if they lose the game. One of the biggest stages. Oh, great call on that one, Ken. Man, you gave us a highlight as well as a team. All right, here we go. Steak or chicken? Uh, Chicken. Ooh, nice. Okay, a lot of controversy on this one here, too. Snickers or Milky Way? Snickers. I'm not a big Milky Way fan. Damn. Hey, I got go. one though. I got you one. You, you do get you did I'm get like, one, I'm Bob. Six. I'm like, I'm you six. get more for your money. You know, you got peanuts in it. Yeah, you know I what I mean? I always want a peanut, man. <laughs> Protein, man. I don't Protein. always want to be that satisfied. All right. <laughs> now, now Milky Way did have a salted caramel Milky Way for a Ooh, while. I've had it. And it is that good. was my jam. Now that was my jam. <laughs> I've had it and it is good. That was good. All right, here we go. Wilson or Spalding? Uh, is it Wilson? Is that the one that the evolution is? Is that Wilson? Yes. Yeah, Wilson. Okay, nice. Okay, this is going to be a tough one here. Okay. This could make or break you, Ken. Street cred. Street cred. Okay, street cred. Here we go. Popeyes or Chick-fil-A? So tough. Ooh, um, street cred. <laughs> it's so funny to say street cred. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Popeyes for the chicken, but actually 
the service at Chick-fil-A is just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. They're right? really it's class. just insane. Oh, Chick- you, Popeyes for the Chick-fil-A. What are you talking about? You mean my pleasure? Oh, it's insane. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, they set the bar when it comes to that. There's nobody better. Yeah. I mean, I see McDonald's every once in a while. I was like, oh, you're very welcome, sir. I'm like, no, stop. Okay. <laughs> it's my it's my pleasure. And that's Chick-fil-A. You guys just continue to be rude like you are. Right? Don't say, thank you very much, sir. It, it's, it's my absolute pleasure. No, no, it's not your absolute pleasure. They're kind of rude trying- Popeyes, though. They're rude. They're like, here's your chicken. They <laughs> are rude <laughs> Holy crap. They're like throwing your car. Go. Yeah. Yeah. And don't ask for sauce. Like, you don't have no sauce at home? I'm like, okay. okay right? Yeah. Are you going to make me turn around and grab some sauce? It. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to apologize. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, I got one for you. Red Robin or Chili's? So, Ashley's in here now. Our family is huge on Red Robin. And the reason why I like Red Robin, again, for so for Coach Bob, is the unlimited French fries. Like, yeah. I just, fries. Endless fries. fries. And, and they're the steak fries. Too. Yeah. Steak fries, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the on them. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, Ken. Here we go. Would you rather freeze to death or burn to death? Oh God. I think I'm gonna go freeze. Burning seems like it's just so. Right. One of the most painful ways of dying. Here we go yeah. again. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. It is freezing to death is one of the most painful ways of dying. Please. I, I, I know. I, I don't. I don't. Neither. But I'll. I'll go freezing. You go and freeze to death. All right, man. Yeah. I like your style. Okay. Now this is uh, Olive Garden or Buco. Olive Garden. Yeah. Again, I'm 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 a bang for your buck guy. It's unlimited. And those breadsticks, <laughs> breadsticks are amazing. Breadsticks bang, are legit. Yeah. Bang for your buck. Hey, do you like the toilet paper roll on the outside or coming from the inside? I, I'm, I'm gonna probably get in trouble here. My significant other thing. I don't even know. I just, uh, just whatever. It works either way. Yeah, yeah we get tomato, tomato, right? Yeah, it doesn't ambidextrous. He's good. <laughs> I like I personally, I like it coming over the top, man. Hey. Over the top, just Over like top. you know, Sylvester Stallone, man. Hey, it's the hat. Oh, I flip it backwards. The hat. You know, when I flip the hat backwards, uh, I get I straight. You guys remember that movie? <laughs> yes. Hey, man, I'm telling you guys, dude. Over the top, baby. It's got to come over the top, just like Sly. That's awesome. All right, I'm gonna end it right here with this last one, Ken. And this is the one that always we always go for it. This is a uh, controversy galore here. iPhone or Android? Oh my god. What is it? I'm an iPhone guy. Thank you. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, Coach Lance is like the only one in Sacramento, maybe the state of California, (laughs) with an Android. We're we're never inviting Ken back. (laughs) You use your group text with those green bubbles. You're like, green bubbles. I know. It's like, oh, he's got an Android. Don't worry. Green bubble. We'll start an iPhone chat. He'll never get in it. (laughs) Yeah. Or it's like. With all this laughed at and looked at and liked at. or how about like Coach Lance will send me a video? I'm like, dude, it's blurry. Do you it's have like this big and blurry. have an Android? Like, you like need to get an iPhone so I can blur. see this. You know, geez, I need some 4K, dude. You need to help me out here. Yeah, we, uh, you got like UFS, UHF knives on there. Do I? Do <laughs> it's like we have a DVD player and he's got like a Betamax. It's like, come on, bro. Come on, come on, come on man. We got but blue. It, but we it's got waterproof. Blu-ray. He's but it's waterproof. Or Netflix. <laughs> it's waterproof, so they're fine. So, <laughs> but Ken, don't worry. You're not alone. His whole family wants him to go iPhone. He's the only one with he an is, Android he in his household. Older. I think he's got a sponsorship or something. He's got two sons and a wife <laughs> and a daughter. She even has an iPhone. She's got a puppy. She's got a dog iPhone. She's got her own iPhone. Jeez, man. So uh, uh, shout out to Coach Josh to O'Hara. Speaking of Ka- Kainoa's shot, that's looking good, Coach Ken. That's amazing. That's all Coach 
Coach Josh O'Hara there with his training, man. Thanks again, Coach. And his shoe game. Shout out. And Coach Josh's shoe game. Man, all of them. Look at you, you see the background right there, Coach Bob's background. Look at all those shoes. Oh, yeah, I was amazed by that last time. I know, man. This these guys, and he's got some. He got some new ones. What was the the Jordan Eleven? What were they called? The self. Uh, the adapts. Yeah. The adapts. The adapts. Hey, and I know we're past our hour, but Josh is one of the best trainers in the city, and I don't say that lightly. I I, I know a lot of these trainers. He was a really good player. Uh, one of the best at, at his size maximized it, but yep. watching the videos, watching the training that to me, when a trainer can, when the training relates to actual gameplay, amazing for me. Yeah. So I, I really impressed with everything Josh is doing. I think a lot of the trainers that are a lot of the trainers too, um, that are current, you know what I mean? The game has evolved. And um, not only that though, I appreciate trainers that train the kids and trainers that get your kids and then try to develop a team and say, Hey, you going to play with me this weekend. How about those trainers out there? Shout out to those trainers because hey, I know who you are. Hey, that's another podcast. You can bring me Hey, on. hey stop, <laughs> stop making my parents feel uncomfortable, okay? Yeah. Here I am giving you some clientele, yeah. and then you're going to go and try to make them feel uncomfortable and ask them to play on you know tournaments. It's like, oh, come on, trainers. What are you doing? Train, just train, okay? If you want to coach, just make your own team, all right? No, nah, Josh, Josh does a really good job. I'm really impressed with him. Yeah, yeah. Josh, man, he's... My go-to, man. My go-to. Kainoa loves it. He's just, he's just, you know what I mean? He communicates good with the kids, too, as well. Um, and, you know, he, like I said, he's current. He's young. He understands the game. He's played at the high level. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, this, uh, this is pretty much going to end the podcast. Uh, yeah, thanks again, Kane, for your time, man. We really appreciate it, man. Had a blast. Good memories, my man. Good memories, man. Good times. Uh, I think Coach Lance has a, coach, uh, uh, a quote. All right, Coach Lance, you're going to end with the coach's quote of the day. I do have a quote, but I, I want to get this question real quick in to Coach. This is a refing quote. It's been on my mind for months because um, it blew me away. So I guess the, the long story short, coaching in the game and the other team does the uh, cross half court turn to pass because we're pressing. They turn to pass to a guy. He jumps over, yeah, catches it while in the air, right? Catches it well in the air, lands. And it was right in front of me because I'm standing at half court. And the, the ref the ref was standing right next to me. So I know I know he saw the kid jump. And I said, I, I didn't react. All I just said was, I said, well, doesn't he have to establish his feet? And the ref looked at me and he goes, no, he doesn't. And I said, <laughs> oh, I said, wait, did the rule change? And he said, no, he said, that's only when they're jumping out, you know, when, if they're falling out of bounds or coming back in from out of bounds. And I said, that doesn't apply to the half court or, or back court. And he said, no. So I wanted to throw that question at you and ask, was I, was he wrong? Was I right? What, what? You're hundred percent right. Um, I mean, he's, his, his status is where his feet were last, right? So if he jumped okay. from the back court, he catches the ball in the air before he lands in the front court. He still has backward status. Okay. Um, it's always and, and you use the right terminology too. And sometimes I don't know where you were where, where you were at, but sometimes the officials don't know the rules, right? And so for him to when he told you it's only for out of bounds, you can call Mel because Mel still knows all the rules as well. But yeah, I, mean, I, can't win I just wasn't sure. I wasn't hundred percent hundred percent if the if the uh, if the rule had changed. So you know, I mean, I didn't really like I said, I didn't overreact. I didn't react. Um, in any way other than I just asked them the question and I but in the back of my mind I knew I was right mm -hmm. um, and I just wanted to hear him kind of hear his explanation and when he said when he kind of referred back to oh no it it only refers to when a, a, a the player's jumping you know from 
establish himself from out of bounds. I thought, <laughs> so yeah, I'm not sure if you really know the rules. So. That doesn't even but, make sense. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, that was my question. So I appreciate that. Um, the quote that I have though, the coach's quote is uh, one that I saw and I, I thought it was great. It, it, it applies to, it's appropriate for right now because the COVID happening and everything shutting down. And, you know, if things start to come back, you know, it, uh, when sports come uh, starts, starts up again, the players, you'll be able to, to re recognize the players that have put in work during the time and the players that haven't. Mm -hmm. And so my coach's quote is <clears throat> players who question their playing time should first question their practice time. Mm, yep. That's true. Absolutely. So the question is, what kind of work are you putting in? Mm -hmm. So that's my quote. I love it, man. Good, Good quote, quote, Coach Lance. Like Way that. to end on that note. Thanks again, Ken. We really appreciate your time, man. We're definitely going to have you on again, man. We we, have, we always have a good time, dude. Um, yeah, I've got I've got a I've got a question for Ken too. Oh yeah, the, go for it. No, no, for the next one. This one's gonna this one's gonna be controversial. So, um, oh okay. <laughs> well, shoot, I want you on next week then. I want to know what this question is. <laughs> gotta get an Android first. Gotta get an Android first. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Man. Never mind. Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> I really advantage. appreciate you guys for having me anytime, Mel. Um, Mel, you, you should get John on here, Mel. Oh, I knew. I thought about that today. I was like, yeah. man, I got to get John on here. He would, would he, would he come on? You think? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Oh, right on then. I'm going to holler at John. He yeah. didn't change. I'll get his number for me. I think I have yeah. it, but unless he changed it. I'll send it to you. Yeah. And then we could talk about zeros on the clock. <laughs> I'll, 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 that's a good John story for you. That's, that's a great John story, man. Shoot. We might have you both on the on the pod, dude. Yeah, you so. definitely want to have that's an interesting one. Did, didn't John play over in France? Uh he played in Australia and then uh in Germany. Uh, I think Germany. Oh Germany, that's right. Germany, yeah. So yeah, he would be another good okay. I'm gonna get a contact with him. Uh Coach Lance, Coach Bob, we'll have that, we'll make that happen too. Um yeah, so anyways, thanks again. All you uh, listeners out there, your viewers, if you're on Twitch, we really appreciate you guys, all the love and support that you've given us. For Coach Lance O'Hara, for Coach Bob Mack, and for Coach Ken Ramey, our special guest tonight, I am Coach Mel Morosco. We are signing off. Much love and aloha. All right.